welcome to the third episode of our Women's Desk special podcast series, Alpha Females in Procurement, The Lone Road to Leadership. In this series, we celebrate the women trailblazers in the procurement field who have shattered the glass ceiling and paved the way for others to follow. Today, I am honored to have Donna, an executive leader with over 25 years of global experience in procurement. Donna is the CEO for America's Chain IQ, a leading global independent procurement services company. So get ready to hear some hard-hitting and thought-provoking revelations from Donna as we delve into the procurement challenges faced by women. So Donna, it's an absolute pleasure to have you join us today. Your extensive experience in the procurement field is truly impressive. And I am thrilled to have the opportunity to learn from you. But with no further ado, Let's jump right into our first question. What inspired you to pursue a career in procurement? And what are some of the challenges you faced in the early stages of your career? So I would say I did not know formally what procurement as a career was, was until I looked back and realized how early in my life I actually loved it, right? So um, a little bit about my background might explain this. I grew up in the Soviet Union in the 70s, 80s. And uh, uh, the scarcity of supply was a very real, uh, I would say, reality, right, uh, of our day-to-day -day life. So trying to figure out the basics of, you know, how to find the right size shoes and toilet paper, you know, that that was uh, the daily struggle. So I realized how quickly I became resourceful figuring it out. Uh, where was the demand, where was the supply, what I could trade for our family. And I had a lot of fun doing that. Um, so I appreciated the art of the fundamental kind of art of procurement, which is assurance of supply. Of course, later on in, in, in life, I uh, learned all of the different aspects of how wonderful the profession could be by uh, having an opportunity to work very closely with CFOs and uh Uh, earlier in my career with CPOs as well, and uh, appreciate how procurement is placed smack in the middle of the business and is there to enable a, an outcome, you know, that could be quantified and savings could be quantified in speed and new product, co-innovation. And I think that inspired me uh, early on in my career, just how it could challenge me from both the learning of the diversity of what you buy, source, solution for, uh, the level of both innovation and creativity that the field requires, right? And, and figuring out the options for the business to be successful, but also paying tremendous amount of detail to, you know, the, the T's and C's of contract and analysis in order to make decisions with confidence, right, for the business and speed. Um, so I loved how it challenged me, my curious mind, and I loved how much I've learned and uh, um, the intersection between, again, that internal um, business uh, demand and need and the external world, everything it has to offer is just fascinating. Yeah. It's true that many, many people not women in particular that I interview tell me that um, they did not start in procurement. They did not think about going into procurement when they were in college. 
uh, a lot of okay. people tell, oh, I just fell into procurement. And I think that's, uh, I think that's changing though. I think that now in, uh, in um, younger women have access to um, some training in, in college that are uh, on procurement, which was not really the case where when we were in college, like back in the days yeah. in the last century. No, I majored you know, in economics. Yeah, my major was like, or something to do with business, which was economics at that time, and something to do for my heart and soul, which was Japanese studies. So I did the double major in that. Uh, but just yesterday, I did a guest lecture at one of the local universities here in New Jersey to the supply chain class about uh, you know, procurement and kind of the real world of uh, experience of it. And it was so great to see the curriculum, you know, the engagement. It is, it's, it's wonderful that we're moving in that direction. No, I agree. You know, I'm a civil engineer, so that has nothing, <laughs> that's nothing to do. The only thing that I can use from, from Philip is that I'm good with numbers. That's it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so moving on to our next question. What do you believe is the biggest challenge facing women in procurement today and how can we address it? I don't think it's procurement specific, but of course I speak, you know, for, for, for my experience, which is largely in procurement and um, what I've personally, you know, experienced and I see a lot of my colleagues, you know, through the years experience, we strive for perfection, right? So mm -hmm. I think to some extent, you know, it's explained by maybe the school experience where women and girls, you know, young girls in particular are defined, you know, define their success by their academic achievement and likability, right, from the teachers and others. And we carry that forward into the workplace, which at least, you know, for me, starting 25 years ago was still largely dominated by um, my male colleagues, you know, and especially in the senior roles. So immediately, you know, I felt that, okay, there's just a, such a huge gap to learn. And I almost threw away the skills you learned in school, which are curiosity, learning agility, you know, that attention to detail, you know, the challenge was to overcome this need for perfection and the need to know just as much as everybody. And what it did then in turn forced me to think, what is my unique differentiated value? I might not know, you know, marketing, let's say, or chemicals to that extent of my colleagues. And that's okay, because what I bring, and I had to, you know, think of how to fill in those blanks, you know, mm -hmm. um, it would be maybe great analytical, you know, skills or ability to connect the dots or follow through like nobody, you know, could. And it really helped me find the confidence, you know with my unique abilities and of course then bring up the you know the other skills and knowledge it was time as well but don't strive for perfection don't put you know don't forget what you've learned you know in terms of those softer skills take the bold moves and i learned a lot actually from um a lot of very strong female leaders and male as well um on how to walk in into the situations of uncertainty you know in the situations where it's not clear like who's got the ball, you know, and it's great, actually would benefit me greatly, raising my hand and saying, okay, I'll volunteer because I'm not seeing, you know, that somebody else is raising their hand. And I think those are the moments of courage, probably I would describe them, that propelled me for the opportunities that uh, positioned me where I am today. I understand. I can relate to 
uh, kind of take action, be make yourself visible instead of waiting for people to see yes. you. Just you yes. know, take a stand and say, "I'm here. I can help, and I have something to bring to the table." Uh, I was not in that situation because there was two percent women in the technical field in my company back in the day. So I was the two percent. I was visible. <laughs> Being the only woman under and the only person under 45 in the room, usually you're visible. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> so now, but thank you. Let's move to, to, to the last question. And we're turning now to those younger women who want to start out in procurement. What advice would you give them and how can they best prepare for the challenges that they, they may face? I would say, you know, it probably would be presumptuous for me to give advice. Everybody has their experience and I will share, you know, my learnings from those. Mm -hmm. But I would say, you know, kind of what I shared before, don't strive for perfection, but strive for action and learning. And uh, because if you take the action, you learn something, you reflect. It's a circle, you know, that uh, really builds the confidence and competency. I would say also walk in into your area of discomfort, you know, embrace that. Um, that's where the real change, real growth and uh, learning happens. So embrace what you don't know. And uh, I would say, remind yourself that you're probably like most of the people don't assume that everybody knows something, you know, that you don't. Uh, most of the humans I find, I actually in that zone of discomfort, you know, but choose maybe some choose not to, you know, take a step forward. And if you do, I think the benefits are phenomenal in this uh, profession in particular, because it's so um, full of diverse experiences that you could apply the skills again from creativity, from you know, analytics, uh, logic, all of that, you know, to relationships so important oh my mm -hmm. goodness I, I how can I forget you know so build build those um both with suppliers they have a lot to teach you uh with your peers with your stakeholders and um I think it enriches you know your your own experience and skills as well and then the other thing I would say is um women in particular are not are probably overthinking the concept of networking mm -hmm. and uh, I would say again maybe it's like on par with this perfection you know um the uh, build your network say yes say yes to doing something for somebody else introduce somebody help them um share an insight you know I feel like I'm the beneficiary now of those relationships where I could call like on my speed dial my you know the network to pick yeah. a brain and um, the more uh, the more frequently we do it, the maybe smaller nuggets that don't have to be big, just pay it forward, uh, support each other. And I think it will, again, enrich both your network and your fulfillment on the role. No, uh, yeah, absolutely. I, it's, I think it's very good advice to, to remember that you're not alone, uh, being men and women, actually, that will support you. Uh, be humble, ask for help. People will help you like 99.99% of the time, they'll be very happy yes. to help a younger uh, professional. And I think, as you were saying, a perfection is, uh, um, we have a, a saying in French that say, the better is the enemy of the good. Yes, we have and the I, same. <laughs> yes. And, and I think it's, it's, 
Yes. No, it's so it's so uh, relevant, uh, and especially I'm. I think you're right that women tend to put on themselves too much uh, expectations about what they do, and they want to show that they know, and and that you can't code them off. Let them cut you off. Say I don't know. Comfortably, yes. Please, please explain to me yes. so ne- so I understand, and people will help you. And I and that's so powerful in the relationship and especially in the technical world. Yes, uh, I think you're so spot on asking for help. And I feel it makes, it breaks down the barriers, actually. Yeah. It makes way for real relationships and for real help and uh, authenticity in, in the workplace and everything we do by saying, coach me, help yes. me. Here's what I know, here's what I don't know, you know? And then of course, fo- you know, follow through with your learning. So but don't try to impress. That's that's going to actually create the opposite effect. Wonderful. I think that's the perfect time and moment to say, uh, to, to, to wrap up. Uh, thank you so much, Donna, for your time and for your insights. Thank you. And that concludes our conversation with Donna, a true trailblazer in the procurement field. We hope that her insight and advice have provided you with valuable takeaways on how to overcome challenges and achieve success in procurement. Join us in a couple of days for another inspiring episode featuring a woman who is conquering it all in procurement. Bye. Au revoir.